Well, hey, what's up? Welcome to Midtown. My name is TC, and I'm so excited to hang out with you guys today. And right now in this season at Midtown, we're celebrating some really awesome things. And one of the things we want to continue to celebrate is, is our online community. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in week in and week out. Man, I, I was talking to a friend at another church this past week, and they've got the privilege to be baptizing someone that's never been a part of their physical church gathering that connected with them online and continued to just grow in their faith online. And they're going to be um, in church in person on Easter. And, and it's just such a sweet thing to hear what God's doing um, around Knoxville, really around the country, how he's blessed this time. And so I just want to thank you for, for tuning in online. Uh, we're going to be going through a membership process for all those people who want to partner with Midtown. And uh, we're going to have more information in the coming weeks. But on May the 2nd, we want to invite you all to be a part of this in person with us. Um, and we're going to have what we're calling our Next Steps class. So if you want to be a part of that, go to our website and you'll find a place there where you can sign up. Another thing coming up next Sunday is Easter Sunday. If you haven't joined us in person and, uh, and you would like to, we meet at North Star Church at 4 p.m. We'll be there. We're going to have just a massive celebration on Easter, and we'd love for you to be a part of that with us. Well, today, as, as we get into the Word together, um, we're going to be looking um, in two different parts of the Bible. We're going to be checking out Romans chapter 12 and then 1 Corinthians 12. And what we're going to be talking about today is spiritual gifts. Now, for every person that, that I've met, at some point in their life, they've got to this place where they've said, man, what is my purpose? Why am I on this planet? For the Christian, um, we understand that our purpose is defined in Jesus. And for every person created, we believe that you begin to find your purpose when you enter into relationship with Jesus. And in that purpose, you have great value. What the Word tells us is that Jesus gave His life for us, bought us with the price of His life. That means He gave His life for yours. The Word we see in Scripture is redeemed. What that means is Jesus bought us back. He's the one that determines our value. And then as we enter into this Christian life, we begin to fulfill this purpose through spiritual gifts. The cool thing about spiritual gifts is that they are given by the Holy Spirit, and they are here for everybody who has faith in Jesus Christ. So if you've stepped into relationship with Jesus, you've received His love, and that gift of grace, you also have access to the Holy Spirit and the gifts that come from that. And so today, that's what we're going to talk about. So for starters today, let's check out Romans chapter 12. We're going to begin reading in verses 4 and 5. Here's what the word says. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. What this means is this. For all of you who have accepted Christ as your Savior, you stepped into faith walking with Jesus, you are actually a part of His body. That means you bear His identity, you bear His purpose, you, and, and you get to share this with everyone else that confesses Jesus as well. So this is something that's really special and really unique when we start to talk about what our purpose is, because your purpose is found in the body of Christ. Very specifically, we find that just like a human body, we've got many different parts. We've got hands, feet, knees, elbows, toes, all these different things. We've got our eyes, our mouth, our ears. 
And they're all unique. They're all different from the other, yet they function as one. And what the Word says is that the eye is no more valuable than the foot because if the eye's not working, the foot doesn't know where to go. And if the, the, the foot's not working, then what the eye sees, the body can't travel there. So there is value in the uniqueness of the body in each person working in a very special way. And so as we begin to talk about what our spiritual gifts are, the spiritual gifts is what Jesus gives us to really illuminate these different extensions of the body that we are and make them come to life. So we are all members of the body, those of us in Christ. We all have a very specific function. So now, I said spiritual gift, and some of y'all are like, man, I don't know what that means at all. So what is a spiritual gift? Well, very specifically, a spiritual gift is a special attribute given to you that belong to the body of Christ for a very important function of continuing the work of Christ in the world today, okay? So Jesus called his disciples to follow him. As they began to follow him, they started to look more and more like Jesus, and they started to do the functions that Jesus did. Jesus sent to his followers the Spirit. Maybe you've read about that in Pentecost where the Holy Spirit fell on the church Well, what happened when the Holy Spirit fell, it began to illuminate them, give them boldness, and give them very specific tasks to do. And it equipped them in very unique ways. So a spiritual gift is just a special attribute that Jesus gives you so that you can continue to do the work that he's called you to do. Jesus says, listen, I'm going to give you my spirit. He's a spirit of truth. I'm going to make sure that you know everything that you need to know by the spirit of truth. He's going to be the means in which you do everything. So God gives us all that we need, and he does that through the Holy Spirit. So very simply, spiritual gift is a special attribute given by God to his followers. Now, this is what 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4 through 6 says. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. So you might be sitting here thinking, okay, I got it. So there's spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts help empower us to do what Christ has called us, but what are those spiritual gifts? All right, well, I want to give you a few. So some of the spiritual gifts we see listed throughout the New Testament are gifts of teaching, gifts of wisdom, discernment, There's a gift of service. There's a gift of faith. There's a gift of being able to give mercy to people, of administration. There's gifts of healing, gifts of miracles, gifts of encouragement, gifts to pastor and shepherd people. There's a a number of gifts between 16 and 18, depending on who you ask. And when we begin to look at these spiritual gifts, As I say those things, some of those things stick out to you. Some of them you you hear administration, and you're like, I don't don't know that I'm an administrator. Others of you hear teacher, and you're like, I don't know that I'm a teacher. But then others of you, when I say teacher, you're like, man, that's that's me. I I mean, I just, I, I I like to explain things and simplify concepts for people. Some of you, you hear about the spiritual gift of leadership, and and you're like, man, that that makes sense. So As we begin to think about these spiritual gifts today, 
Maybe you thought about him before, maybe you never thought about him, but I, I hope that we can begin to introduce this to you because I really believe it's going to help empower you in the purpose that Christ has for you. So as we continue to move down the line and we think about what a spiritual gift is, the next question that I think we typically have is who gets the gift, all right? What do you got to do to get the gift, okay? You know, gifts are, are, are something that... Uh, I, I think sometimes we, we feel like might be selective. Like God might like pick and choose the people he's going to give a gift to. But here's what the word says. If you continue in 1 Corinthians 12 and you read verse 7, it says, To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. And so what that means is, is that as far as the spiritual gifts, they go to every person that confesses Jesus as Lord, that receives his love. Every person that is a member of the body receives a spiritual gift. So you need to, to know that today, that you already have a gift. It's just there for you to discover if you're not aware of it. And what we also see in the Word, that, that we all have at least one gift, but it's also acceptable for us to begin to pursue and ask God to reveal to us and to give us other giftings and to expand that as well. And so when we think about who gets the gift, all right, spiritual gifts are given to everyone in the body of Christ. And what this means is that everybody in the body has a very important value. And Scripture also talks about the fact that we are, we are responsible for one another. It says when we operate in our gifting, that it's a good thing, that it honors the body. And when we see one part of the body working really well and having a win and being really successful, that's a victory for the entire body. Okay. At the same time, when we're weak in our gifting and we're really struggling in it, it also affects the body in a negative way because we're all joined together. In the same way with, with our physical body, you might have a splinter in your foot. And that tiny little splinter may seem insignificant to you if your main responsibility in the body is to be the hand. But the reality is, is the infection that comes from that splinter in the foot slows down the movement of the entire body, making your role as a hand something that's a struggle as well. And what that means is, is that your gift is very, very important, but it's also dependent upon others. And so we want to be unified in our gifts understanding that they're all working together for this common good of going after what Jesus went after. And that's the, the love of the world. As we continue to learn the love of the God, we're going to learn what He loves as the world, and that's how the body's going to continue to move. In Midtown, we say this. We say we are a part of a kingdom movement growing together by loving God and loving the world. But it's so important that we understand that we are a part of this we are gifted in the body. And man, the gifting that God has blessed you with, the church as a whole needs. It's actually going to benefit us when you operate in your gifting. That's why I care so much about helping you discover that gifting today. So now we know what a spiritual gift is. We know the gift is offered to everyone in Christ. Now the third question is this, what's the purpose of the gifts? Well, Here's the thing, as we've already mentioned today, the spiritual gifts work together for the ultimate purpose of Christ. Jesus said he came to seek and save the lost. And so the purpose of the church as the physical manifestation of Jesus' body here 
today, we are continuing to take his love to the world. So what the spiritual gifts are going to begin to do is empower us to take the gospel to the places it hasn't been sent to yet. It's going to empower us to go to our neighbors. It's going to empower us to go and, and, and go across town to intentional neighborhoods. It's going to, it's going to challenge us to go and, and pursue the gospel through the whole world, right? All through this body of Jesus. So the purpose of the gifts is to help send the church out, but it's also to take care of one another in the church. Check out what 1 Corinthians 14, 12 says. So with yourselves, since you are eager for manifestations of the Spirit, strive to excel in building up the church. So here's the thing. The gifts help build the church. And the church is built when people come to know Jesus, but it's also built up and it becomes stronger when we care for one another in the body. In Midtown, we have these things called life groups. Maybe you're a part of one. But the beauty of the life group is that we come together, we receive the word together, we, we, we bear one another's burdens together. When somebody has an issue, man, we band together and help, help provide for them. There's been stories of, of people helping others out in life groups financially, helping them pay bills when they were struggling, helping them with food, helping them take care of, of a need when there was someone in the hospital. We, we come together to make sure that we're strong, but we spur one another on as well in our spiritual gifts. The person that has the spiritual gift of encouragement is so important in a group of people when you might have someone with the gift of ministration that's trying to get something done. You have something with the gift of leadership who sees the big vision, but they start to get discouraged. And the encourager comes in and says, guys, let's remember why we're doing this. And they throw gasoline on the fire and they keep it going. When somebody comes over to your house, you might have the gift of hospitality. And that might be such a simple thing to some of you all, but if you can walk into someone's home and feel at home, then that just makes it a receptive place for the gospel. See, there's a place for each of you all to operate in your gifting, and that gifting is going to serve and build up the church and make it stronger. Now, the fourth thing, how do I discover my spiritual gift? I bet you're asking that question because that's a question that I've asked. That's something I continue to explore. But here's what I know. 1 Corinthians 14.1 says this, Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. So what we see here is that the spiritual gifts begin to flow out of love. And in another part here, if, if you go and you check out 1 Corinthians 13, Paul begins to teach the fact that all these spiritual gifts are, are very important, but if they're not done in love, then they really don't have the impact that they're supposed to have on others. I really don't have that fire with them because really everything flows out of the love of Christ. So our gifting comes alive whenever we're doing it and we're operating out of love. So the way that we're going to begin to step in and discover our gifts is going to be through the pursuit of love, which is what 1 Corinthians 14 says, and through the desire of the spiritual gifts. So the first thing that I, I want to say here when, when we come to the point of how we discover what a spiritual gift is and, and then what, it, what ours is in particular is this. Know that you have a gift. 
That's one of, and, and I know it's simple. I know you're sitting here like, okay, but here's the reality. When you know that there's something for you, when you know that you have access to something, you begin to think about it a lot more. You begin to pursue it. You begin to pay attention to it. And so I want to just remind you, know that you actually have this gift available to you through the Holy Spirit. Again, if you're walking with Jesus, He wants you to be empowered to do this gospel work. He has given a gift to you. Know that you have it. The second thing is this, though. Desire the gifts. When we look at 1 Corinthians 14.1, it says to earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. Know this, that if there's any part of you that desires a spiritual gift, that you desire to love people to the fullest, you desire to act in faith, you desire to lead within the church, you desire to, to speak out and, and to speak truth and to teach the word, none of those desires come from the flesh, none of those desires come from the enemy, they are all of the spirit working out in you, and scripture invites you to desire those. And as you begin to desire those, pray about them. Ask God about the spiritual gifts. Ask Him to, to make those come alive in your life and see what happens. I, I trust, man, He's going to continue to speak to you and work through you. And the third thing is this. If you want to discover your spiritual gifts, do something that requires the gifts. Do something that requires the gifts. What I mean by that is this. When I was growing up, I took a spiritual gifts test. When I, was, when I had first come to know Christ, and the spiritual gift, gifts test told me a lot of things that, um, that, that honestly I didn't really understand, and I really didn't know what they meant. So I had heard that I had a gift of teaching and a gift of leadership and of discernment, but I didn't know what that really meant. I didn't know how that played out. But as I continued to take steps of faith in my walk with Christ, what I began to see is that He began to make those things come alive in me in the obedience. In the step of faith, He met me and He empowered those gifts. And so I learned how to teach by going and sharing Christ with people and realizing that it was a whole lot of fun for me to help them understand a biblical truth. And I, I continued to, to do things like in recent times, like we, we walk on Tuesday nights. Maybe you've heard about that. It's this awesome thing that happens at the top of Market Square Garage downtown where we go out, we pray, we ask the Spirit to show us things, and then we go and we begin to find people engaging in conversation. But my spiritual gift of discernment began to come alive. I began to understand that as I stepped out in obedience and in faith. And I went to this place where I knew that, that my human strength couldn't take me any farther. The Spirit would have to come and empower me so that I could go and move forward in that, in that gifting. And He began to illuminate those gifts in me. And as you begin to do that, your friends in Christ will begin to affirm those things that, that you're strong in. And we'll continue to see the body edified in that. And as we close today, I, and we just talk about the importance of gifts, I want to share a little story about George Mueller with you. You see, George Mueller um, was on a, a ship, and he was out, and he was going across the water, and uh, he was going to a speaking engagement. And the captain tells the story that when, when he was on the boat, um, there was this heavy fog that set in, and the captain was afraid they weren't going to be able to reach their destination on time. Well, Mueller had this track record of, of 
of perfect attendance um, and never missing any of these engagements. So he continues to go. He continues to, to, uh, to, to move in faith. And, um, and so when he sits there and the captain tells him, hey, it looks like this is not going to happen, uh, what, what George says to the captain, he says, listen, he says, I am going to get there. And uh, if your boat's not going to take me there, God will. So he said, let's go down below. Let's go to the lower deck and let's go pray. The captain, man, he, he's not a person of faith at this time. He's like trying to figure all this out. And uh, so they go and they begin to pray. And they pray this simple prayer. But he has this prayer of faith that God would get him to his destination. And then in confidence, Mueller goes and he says to the captain, he says, now go look outside. The fog's gone. Sure enough, the fog was gone. They made it to their destination on time. But here's the beauty of this story. As Mueller exercised his faith and he began to pray, it also served as a means for this captain to see the glory of God, to begin to connect to Jesus as well. And, and I just want you to know today that as you begin to operate in your gifting, it's not only going to be something that brings fulfillment to your soul because you're, you're, you're working with Christ and His body, but it's also going to help the gospel expand to other people. And so I just invite you today to step in to your gifting. Continue to ask God about that. If you want to know more about your spiritual gifts and you want some help discerning what your spiritual gifts are, go to our website and click the connect button. When you click that connect button, it's going to ask you, it's going to give you a little place to write a little memo to us. In that, just tell us that you're interested in spiritual gifts. And what we're going to do is we will send you an email with a link. And in that link, it will, you'll be able to go and take this personality profile that's going to really help you learn yourself better in your spiritual gifts. We really want to help set you free in this. This is not something you're going to be charged for. This is something that our church is going to pay for for you. But, man, we just believe that you discovering your spiritual gifts is not only going to benefit you, but it's going to benefit the church, and it's going to help us really fulfill our purpose in the kingdom. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. I hope this was a blessing to you, and I can't wait to see you next week.